As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with cheese. It's Philadelphia. Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins. Till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch. Get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with sets and things like we are going to rip out the hearts of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We are going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. That's right. It is kneecap week on Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Sheila Kapadia, Marissa Morris here to preview Sunday's Clash of the Titans between the 2-5 and five Eagles and the 0-7 Detroit Lions. Plenty to get to on the show today. We will do Bird on the Street to get the latest happenings from the Novacare Complex. We will have Crow Thine Enemy from Shilka Padia. We'll have a little Bird in Edgewise, some of your questions. We'll have Swooper Sorecasting. So if you're in the live chat, make sure you give us some of those suggestions. And also, if you're Shilka Padia and you haven't sent yours yet, make sure you send those to Marissa. Thanks for the reminder. And then we'll have Crystal Bald Eagle to close things out. Uh, Zach, you heard about this? Uh, you heard about this Facebook rebrand? I did. Meta. Meta. What, what is this? Uh, Ron Artest? Huh? Uh, I see your point here. Yeah. Their I mean, stock's up like three percent today, though, so it hasn't really affected it. <laughs> Thank the, you to yeah, everyone who's reached out the, on, uh, uh, on Instagram with the messages <laughs> from the past show. You know, I don't know if I've been. Uh, too harsh or or not. I just feel like I've been crushing this team uh, daily for that's been my week. That's been the standout part of my week. And uh, I just feel, I I think, you know, I think at the foundation of that is that I just feel like they're wasting everybody's time. Uh, Not, not necessarily my time, you know, because at least, uh, you know, I'm get to CTC for, well, not this, but at least for um, the writing aspect of it. Uh, But, you know, as we mentioned in the last show, the fan, they're making the fan experience very difficult this year, and it's not even Halloween. And so uh, coming off of last year, I don't know. I think maybe that's what's uh, grinded my gears a little bit. But a lot of, listen, if you haven't, if you don't follow me, you still can at Shield Kapadia. 
on Instagram. A lot of you know, people sending messages about the show when I post a little thing on the You're asking uh, you to post pictures of feet. IG story. Uh, no, they have not done that. I, I do need to post some more uh, photos, though. Uh, I think I don't know where you're going with uh, that, Bo. Maybe some weekend activities or something going on with you. Uh, I'm not really sure, but we'll see what we talk about today. I mean, I don't know. The, the game doesn't have a lot of juice, although in some sense it doesn't have a lot of juice. But in another sense, man, if they lose this game, you know, then we're talking about like uh, rock bottom and uh, where are they headed and big storylines. And so uh, we can dig into that a little bit. I did want to get a lot of reader questions, uh, listener questions on here because we haven't done that in a long time. I just want to know what the sickos actually care about at this point in the season. So uh, a, a real quick kind of on the scene thing from today. Yeah. And credit to another reporter here who who has a little who who's wow in uh, sync smoothie sips there from Sheila and marissa very impressive who's a little more shameless than me so for so i've i've done stories in the past where like you know someone's tattoo comes up and it's all and it's usually not with cameras around but you want to ask to see the tattoo but it's always kind of like an odd thing to do you know because well so avante maddox has a lion's tattoo. Okay. He's from Detroit. Uh, had, he, he, he got a lion's tattoo be, before he played football. And yeah, this is an interview in, in front of all the cameras in the end. Another reporter credit to this reporter was like, was like, well, well, can we see it? And Afonte's like, well, I'd have to take off. I pull up my shirt here and just show you it. Uh, but uh, that when we talk about this game, there's a lot of Eagles Lions connections. So I, I, I brought that up as kind of an entryway to saying Avante Maddox returning home. He's going to have friends from high school that are there. Uh, we're going to have Darius Slay returning to Detroit. We have uh, Deuce Staley on the other sideline. Dave Phipp. Well, well, I don't know if Dave Phipp's going to be on the other sideline. He, he tested positive for COVID. Uh, there's Halapuluvati Vaitai. Will he be replaced by Corey Unlin by chance? Corey Unland is in San Francisco. Why mm, that's correct. However, the uh, NFL Network um, tweeted a uh, picture of Corey Unland in the story that Dave Phipp had tested oh. positive for COVID. So I was not aware. Yeah. Of that. That's a okay. that's a that's a joke for four people. Gotcha. Which is what okay. this podcast is all about. But so I'll so when Shield says under on that. So when Shield says this game lacks juice, right? I think that this game has uh, has <laughs> a lot of Eagles lines connections. I always go into it saying, well, <laughs> this guy plays well." Or Seth, if this happens, Seth, you, you get to manufacture. You grew juice up, yeah. You grew up as a sports fan. Now, well, I mean, you are a bad example. All right, <laughs> fine, not you. Uh, but I would say the average sports fan, when their team is playing like this, and they're so frustrated with this. I don't know how much they care that Avante Maddox is going with all due respect. Avante Maddox has played well now, by the way. Avante Maddox is, you know, maybe playing the best football of his career. I've always found him to be a a good teammate. I could see why coaches would really like him. Uh, But I don't know that that's, um, you know, I always picture like, like the Friday night before a big game, you know, whether it was like a college game or an NFL game where you're just kind of, uh, hanging out with friends or family and you're talking about the the upcoming games you know you know what I'm talking about that was fun sure. it was like the buzz and you, you know usually a lot of times um at least when when I was at, at those stages like the Eagles were playing well and there was the excitement around it I don't know that Avante Maddox's homecoming is going to come up often in those conversations but I could be wrong 
I get it from a reporter angle. I'm, I'm saying for, um, uh, you know, even the sickos, I don't, I don't know that that's at top of mind. Well, my, my point is, if, say, Avante Maddox comes through with a big game, right? You, you, you have this color, these nuggets about the game. You <laughs> yeah, know, it doesn't is, add the, to the juice. It's an old school mentality. It's a newspaper mentality. <laughs> <laughs> well, guilty as charged. Then I, I, I like storylines. I like narratives. So yeah, I, I enjoy that. Uh, I think the Deuce one is is the most interesting of the ones you said because of kind of what we got into um, in the last episode. So so that one I think is not just a one weekend type thing. You know, that's sort of a big picture and people looking back at. You know, uh, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know that he should have been hired as the head coach, but I'm sure some people think uh, he should have been. They didn't go in that direction. They, the sun thing we made fun of uh, last, uh, last show. So I would say of the ones you mentioned that, that one is probably the most interesting to me. Hmm, I was going to go with um, Andre Shea going up against his former team. Sachere, Andre Sachere. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead Bo. Sachere. Uh, Last weekend uh, in Las Vegas, uh, they have the their Raiderettes, and their tagline for the Raiderettes very bizarre. Oh God! It was the only thing I wrote down Marissa, in my notebook. Put us on delay. It was the please. only thing I wrote down in my notebook pregame. Uh, football's fabulous females. That's that's what's really bizarre. <laughs> I would I would agree yeah. that that's bizarre. Very bizarre. Uh, so uh, shout out to Dan McQuaid in the chat who says this week the Eagles are going up against football's <laughs> fabulous felines. Reader. All right. <laughs> Good, let's add that to the soundboard. Good All right. Uh, okay. Uh, why don't we uh, take our time now to move out from the studio and send it live over to the NovaCare complex or the bird on the street. From our Stone Cold Newsman, Zach Berman. Goals practice this afternoon. They had a few key players return to practice, including Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Devontae Smith. Uh, for Cox, Johnson, and Kelsey, that was more rest-related, their absences on Wednesday. Devontae Smith had a headache on Wednesday. That is no longer affecting him to the point that he's not practicing. He was practicing on Thursday. Uh, some injuries to watch. Ryan Kerrigan has a groin injury. Kerrigan did not practice. I, I believe that's a new injury because that that was uh, on Wednesday. He was limited, regressed to DNP on Thursday. He's working too hard trying to, trying to make up for that busted thumb. Uh, Zach McPherson, hamstring injury. And Miles Sanders, as as we know, that's the ankle foot. All, all of them were out today. Uh, and then among the players who are limited, watch out for Javon Hargrave. Has a shoulder injury, didn't practice Wednesday. I, I would anticipate him playing. Uh, Landon Dickerson's been on the injury report, or is on the injury report, I should say, uh, with a hip injury. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside has a back injury. Anthony Harris continues to be limited here, or progressed to limited, with hands and a groin injury. Uh, elsewhere at the, at the NovaCare Complex, there is uh, much discussion um, on the city, if you if if you listen to the radio or you follow on social media, about Nick Sirianni's message to his team this week, Nick Sirianni compared the team to a flower that is fertilizing underground and is waiting to bloom and is in the stages of being ready to bloom. And he Jeremy he, Bloom? No. So <laughs> uh, I will give 
I, I know in the, in the news report, you're not supposed to editorialize. I will editorialize a bit here. And that is, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, I, I, I think, frankly, I appreciate it from a reporter's perspective, Nick Sirianni giving some insight into what he's saying to the team. Um, from people I've spoken to about Sirianni, they appreciate his authenticity. He's, he's not like just trying to be generic coach A or generic coach B. Uh, I don't know how effective these speeches are one way or the other, but uh, I wouldn't really put too much into it one way or the other. Anyways, that's your news report. I'm Zach Berman, Birds with Friends. Back to you. Thanks, Zach. Bang up job. Keep effing that chicken. Um, on the flower thing. Keep what? Well, I'm not going to say the word. I said effing. <laughs> I don't know that expression. What you don't know, you don't know the Ernie Anestas, the classic. Oh my god, it's one of my it's the one of the best clips there ever is. I would <laughs> say I would say on my, you know Mount, on my Mount there? Rushmore of, of internet clips, that's up there. Uh way to go, Paul is up there. I'd have to think about the other two. Dan McQuaid's montage of Philadelphia sports fans is up mm-hmm. there. That's a good one. If someone says to you, go beep that chicken. And just says it no, in keep, casual. Keep effing that chicken. I mean, yeah. And someone says that in casual conversation. That is, uh, that but it's in the show. context of a news broadcast. That's but the no whole one thing. is familiar with this news broadcast. Everybody's familiar with it. I'm not pulling like, like a, a Mr. Hands <laughs> reference on you here. This is a, this is a pretty well known thing. Seventy five percent of this podcast was not familiar with it. I don't. Well, yeah, I didn't know. Sorry, on, sorry, Bo. Um. Okay. The flower thing, I think there's I mean, it's not a big deal. It is the it is the kind of thing where like if if the Eagles were five and two, everybody'd be like, Oh, look at the way that Sirianni, you know, comes up with these creative ways to connect with yep. the team. I think it's I think it's fine. I mean it's funny, um, but I think it's totally fine. Sheila, you have no take? No, I mean yeah, I, I don't have a strong take on it. It's good for, It's good as a topic of conversation this week. If you're annoyed by it, I can understand why you're annoyed by it because you're probably annoyed with everything uh, around this team right now. And so that's like another thing where you're kind of confused about why the head coach is talking about flowers. If you like Sirianni or are more measured, you're probably taking the uh, taking the approach that you guys just mentioned that who cares if you go out and score 40 a week, you can talk about uh, daffodils, begonias, petunias, whatever you want Mm. to talk about. My dad was a, is a big, uh, he still does a lot, but it certainly was a big gardening guy. Okay. Uh, And it was, uh, this was a good lesson that now I can take as a dad that uh, early on, he realized I had no interest in helping with any of this stuff. And so he said, if you want to join me, uh, and you enjoy it? Okay, yeah, I'd love to have you. If you don't want to, don't worry about it. You don't have to join me. So I was appreciated that, you know? It forced me to whatever. What is that? Mulch? The digger mm. thing? I mean, I don't, yeah. I'm not sure. Not a lot of other. So I mow a lawn. That's what I you do. Say, I would you say lawn. that, would you go so far as to say that there's a third subset of hashtag flower Indians? Or is it more falling under the, the uh, science Indian category? Uh, no, I would say it's probably neither. I, I mean, I, I can't, uh, I don't know specifically for, you know, my dad liked to kind of break the uh, Indian uncle stereotypes, I would okay. say. And so I don't think you would probably find a lot of Indian uncles uh, gardening, but 
my dad liked to garden, so he went ahead and did it. Throw feels some, like a uh, good feels like, headphones in. Yeah, it feels like a good opportunity to just get some me time. Yeah, maybe we're just getting. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think so. My parents didn't do a lot of uh, a lot of like me time without the kids. Huh. Yeah. yeah, the kids were always involved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else to even talk about about the current uh, team? I did think it was funny, like the idea of Devontae Smith coming off of missing a practice with a headache. If he had uh, like come to the, a press conference today and then everybody starts shouting at him, like asking questions. It makes sense that he didn't give a press conference today. They didn't want to re-aggravate the migraine. Sure. I don't know. Anything else? Anything else, Zach? No, I, I, I think from the Novacare complex, it's it, there's a lot of weight. What did you see. make of Jack Stoll's comments? I was not there for Jack Stoll. I was following... Avante Maddox out the door to try to talk to Avante for a few minutes. So Avante and I caught up about uh, Detroit. I mean, this probably falls into the category of uh, if you you might just be annoyed by everything with the team right now, but uh, they did send out a tweet with Jack Stoll's comments. I don't know. I just thought that was a little str- I don't know how many people uh, I'm sure I know the Eagles social media team. Pro- I don't, how many followers do they have? You know, millions, I would yeah. think. Uh, I don't know how many people following that would know who Jack Stoll is. Uh, if I'm being honest, I did not know what Jack Stoll looked like without a helmet. Uh, you know, not that I'm well, a beat writer covering the team every day, but um, he was the one out there uh, with a vote of confidence, I guess you could say, for Nick Sirianni <laughs> with the tweet. I, I thought I found it comical. So, Shield, so on, on that note, all right, and – Look, this is just the nature of the media setup that we have now. Obviously, as our listeners know, we are not in the locker room every day. Things are done outside uh, because of of COVID. And uh, there's uh, a a press conference area. And you don't – it's not like they say, today we're going to have player X, player Y, and player Z. So you can prep for for them. You know Hertz is talking on Wednesdays, and then for a lot of these guys, you don't necessarily need to prep. You you basically know what the questions are. You, you know what the pertinent topics are. You got to be prepared, know all the answers. So so last Friday, you know we're all sitting there, and a, a guy walks up, it sits at the podium, yeah. and none of us had ever seen this person in our yeah. lives. Okay, and it was and they and they didn't say Tay Gallon to the podium, right? It was just like. He comes and he sits there and they're like questions. And we're like looking around trying to figure you out. You even didn't know who it was? No, Zach I didn't know I, who it was, but I will tell you this. We, Zach didn't know who it was either. I think there must have been one person who figured it out and then we all figured it out and, and went from there. But without so who knowing who was it? It was Tay Gowan. It was Tay Gowan. It was Tay Gowan. Well, but without that. knowing who Tay Gowan was, now of course Tay Gowan traded to the team last week. Uh Zach, extremely on brand, without knowing that this was Tay Gowan jumps in in the middle of the press conference with now you lived in philadelphia in 10th grade right what do you remember about that time <laughs> no i knew who i, I knew it was take Allen at that point i didn't know it was take Allen. He's, so oh, i God. i knew some general facts about take Allen. i knew that he opted out last year as he, he does i knew yeah. that he I, I knew why he opted um, out i knew that he uh lived in philadelphia at a certain point i, I knew some basics from his childhood credit by the way to dane brugler Dane Brugler is so clutch when it comes. If they're acquiring a oh, player yeah. who has who has been uh, drafted in like the past five years, I don't have Dane's draft guides <laughs> from like 2012, right? But you know, so they acquired Tay Gallon, 
you search it and Dane has the uh this outstanding <laughs> that's a good one Brandon thank you uh, for those Tate, listening yeah. Brandon yeah, says good. Zach burned that quote who are you question oh no where'd it go <laughs> oh here it is Zach burned that who are you question on Fletcher Cox should have kept that in the back pocket <laughs> so that would, um, been great. that would be awesome if that was your go-to sorry yeah who are you so uh, so when they acquire a player, when they sign a player, when they claim a player off waivers, whatever it is, I just pull up the draft guide. I have them all in a folder. Dane's draft guides on the, on my computer and they, and, and they are so comprehensive that you get that paragraph on, on, on Tay Gowan. And, you know, back in the day, Shield talks about, uh, like the newspaper mentality. You used to just do something called a clip search where you would, you would go on to like LexisNexis or something like that, and you would search everything that's been written about a player before they came on. And if I'm doing a feature on a player, I still do that. But if you just want the quick skinny, Tay, uh, I'm not the sorry, quick not Tay, skinny. Dane wow. gives Ooh. you that. That's Dane what they call Devontae so Smith, well. as opposed to <laughs> yeah. the slow fat. Am I right? So <laughs> that's what they call me. So, anyways, so that's uh, that's a little that's a little anecdote about Tay Gallon coming to the podium last week. Uh, my favorite, who are you? Uh, I, I don't know if Marissa would remember this or not, but it's a Yankees reference. Um, after that bit, that big Yankees Red Sox brawl, you know, I think the one Don Zimmer was involved oh, in. Oh, this mm-hmm. is my favorite, one and of my favorites. Ugh. I remember Pedro Martinez was just being interviewed, I think it was Sports Center. Yeah, I love this. And he, and I forget, he, you know, he was naming some players. He's like, This guy I, know who I it didn't is. understand. This guy, is, he goes, goes Karim Garcia? Who are you? Who are you, Karim Garcia? So Who are you to come at me? Yeah, any, in the last uh, 20 years, anytime anyone says, Who are you? My head just goes, Karim Garcia. This is the, great one clip. Of, one Talk of the about things a great we have clip. in common. Yeah, that was fantastic. Who are you, Karim Garcia? All right. <laughs> Karim Garcia. So good. So good. Uh, all right. Why don't we take a little break and then we'll come back and talk some uh, Detroit Lions? What do we need to know? Probably not that much. That's what Shield's going to tell us. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. Back on Birds with Friends. It occurs to me, Sheila, I think at one point I had considered back in the days when you needed to like start your own blog to... Uh, like practice writing i had i had considered naming my blog who is kareem garcia great name don't think I yeah had it on that, Let, but. let's incorporate that into a segment here or uh, if we all get fired let's flu that flu is her kareem garcia that can be a thing we'll figure it out uh all right mm-hmm. like flu like bird flu oh okay not the not the bird flu but like okay. the bird flu in the air you got me as Please, AC would say that's yes. a flu is a homonym 
Wow. Uh, okay. Lions. Mm-hmm. Try, try hard. Play hard. Not very talented, but feisty. Pretty much it. Yeah, you covered it, I think. Just do you want me to go on? I mean, sure. that is it. I mean, I mean, I do think, you know, it's it's the kind of thing where, as we've discussed, when you're looking at a first year head coach and you're looking for little things about, all right, you know, once the players are good, is this going to uh, are there things he's doing now that we like that will pay off once the players are good? And listen, I was not on board with the Dan Campbell uh, hire. Uh, I was making the same jokes everyone else was making. I still don't know if he's going to be very good, but I will say the way he coached that game last week against the Rams was outstanding. They were 15 and a half point underdogs. And if you're an underdog by that amount, you should be trying to create a high variance, weird, let's get crazy type game. And that's exactly what he did. They had two fake punts in that game. They had an onside kick. I mean, they were just doing stuff that you typically would not see an NFL head coach do. And I loved that. And he, and even earlier, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, they play the Vikings and they drive for the, uh, you know, what could be the game tying touchdown, but he goes for two and they get the two. Now the defense gave up a, a drive to Bo's boy, Kirk cousins, but I like that too. That's not an analytics play. You know, be, you know, that's not, Hey, okay. He's very analytically sound. It's just uh shoot. We're Oh, and five. Uh, we're this close. Let's go ahead and try to win the game here. And he did do that. So there's been stuff like that that uh, that I've enjoyed uh, from Dan Campbell. The team, I mean, stinks. I don't know that there's another uh, roster that's worse than this in the NFL. And it, they came into the season that way, and then they got crushed by injuries. So now it's like even the young players like a Jeffrey Okuda, who you thought, all right, maybe he'll develop into a good corner. He had a season-ending injury. There are four or five guys we can really we can really name that uh, that's happened to. And so uh, that's been my, my sort of take on the lines that, you know, they've been competitive in stretches, which sounds like a backhanded compliment, but it's not when I'm sitting here and I have multiple games on and you have red zone channel on and you're saying, all right, which team, you know, yeah. Uh, down 21, nothing in the first quarter. Like, you know, that if, if that's them, they usually come back or there's some point in the game where you feel like they're hanging in there and uh, sort of, being competitive so that that's kind of the big picture take on the lions i will say just from you know what they do on offense if ever there's a week for the eagles defense to not be so unbelievably passive this is the week right the lions are uh, one of the more run heavy teams on first and second down in the league jared goff's uh a dot like is as short as any quarterback in the league like, do not worry about them, about only preventing them from getting explosive plays. Like, let's let's go after them a little bit. The offensive line, as you said, injured at most at most spots. Like, if if ever there's a week to to not be so passive, this is it. So I saw. Uh, I agree with you there. By the way, they they can't threaten you at wide receiver. Um, they, they play a little man. Get, like, yeah. what are you worried about? Uh, you know. Geronimo, Geronimo Allison beating you deep? Come on. I'm on St. Brown. Yeah, Sorry, but so, so, so during the break, I was scanning the comments. Kadero right? Hodge. Like I'm, I'm not doing it during the show, but 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 during the break, I was scanning what? it, and I saw I saw someone before say uh, that they don't like during the draft. I, I talk up too much about the local guys, all right? And <laughs> they were doing this in response to Sheil saying that I have this – 
this newspaper mentality. I like that. I like that. Ignore that. Yeah. No, you got to cook, baby. So I like a local Do what you do. How else would we know? What I, I, I I preface that by saying I apologize to said listener. I, I forget which listener it is, but I'm screw I'm ready to tell. I'm yeah, ready don't to no, apologize. Don't, no, don't screw you. I'm a I'm a major. I appreciate all our all our listeners. Well, you don't but, have to do the screwing, but <laughs> but drop. <laughs> but that said, there's a local player this weekend who is the biggest threat on the field for the Eagles, in my opinion. John Tennessee. Jonah Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> DeAndre Swift is uh, awesome. DeAndre Swift is awesome. And I know TJ Hawkinson is, is one of the, the better tight ends in the NFL, and Hawkinson can be, a th- can be a threat to you. But to me, like the player you're worried about getting the ball in his hands is DeAndre Swift. I haven't watched nearly as, as much Lions as Sheil has, but the brief Flex. snippets that I've watched has been – like DeAndre Swift getting a ball in the flat and making a play downfield. He had that big, he had that, what, 60-yard catch last week. Um, He's the guy who you go in here and you say, all right, we need to limit DeAndre Swift. Let Amon St. Brown beat you. Amon Ra. Amon Ra St. Brown, yes. uh, But not not DeAndre Swift. Uh, DeAndre Swift's a real good player. I thought he was, is he he healthy? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's questionable. Okay, uh, you are right, Zach. I'm with you. I love Swift. He is fun to watch. I mean, he would be so fun to watch. I like, like Jamal a, Williams too, as like a guy. Oh, to watch. love a Jamal yeah. Williams. Yeah, I, I when I was doing the uh, flex uh, top free agents uh, stuff. The flow, last what a flex year, fest this episode is. Just far. watching the Jamal Williams snaps, I'm like, oh yeah, my, he's this fun. guy's good. This is a good. Remember, he was killing the Eagles in that Thursday night game, and then uh, was it Derek Barnett who knocked him out? He got a, he got a yeah. bad concussion. Nice uh, clean. You don't say. One of the many clean <laughs> plays by. Yeah, really smart, great Zach, football play. Let it work uh, him up into a ladder. Here we go. And Jamal Williams, have you seen his like press conferences? Great personality. Oh yeah. Oh, he yep. was describing the Packers as like uh, an old girlfriend who didn't want you, and but he but he had like a nice. Uh, I liked his delivery. He was very entertaining. So uh, I do like both those uh, players for sure. This year, Swift Swift is their leading receiver. This year, he's got 391 yards. And so in the passing game, he's been fantastic. I was looking at some of the numbers, just wasting my day away today, looking at lines, running back numbers. And uh, Jamal Williams has been like much better as a runner this year, but small sample and and all that. You know, last year I thought Swift, Swift's advanced metrics last year were really good, uh, both as a runner and a receiver. So I was trying to target him in some some fantasy drafts this year. Yeah, so those are the guys I... I think they're the most uh, run-heavy team, I believe, on yeah. early downs. Uh, so Anthony Lynn is their offensive coordinator. Dan Campbell is their head coach, and Jared Goff is their quarterback. So that shouldn't really be uh, all too all too surprising that they run the football a lot. Uh, efficiency-wise, they haven't had a great run game. But I'm sort of with uh, you know what you guys are saying. When you watch them, I'm kind of like, oh, you know. O-line's not terrible, and the backs are not bad. So it's not like uh, a run game that's just going to come in and and you're guaranteed to be able to shut them down. I actually think they have some talent. Uh, What you were saying about Jared Goff, it's true. Um, You know, if you look at the athletic.com slash playbook and you look at the uh, Lions chapter, even the Rams chapter, Goff, I believe, had the highest difference in performance when pressured and when not pressured 
of any quarterback in the NFL. I mean, this is the definition of a guy who you want to make feel uncomfortable at pretty much all costs because he will crumble. He will make mistakes. He will turn the ball over. Let's see if they do that uh, or not, uh, you know, or, or if they're worried about Khalif Raymond. Oh, yeah, I'm not a bad player. Uh, getting getting over the top and, and playing Rodney McLeod in Dearborn. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a Michigan town. Is, there, is that a good one? Yeah, that's a great one. That's Flint, where that's Dearborn. Yeah. Windsor. Yeah. Windsor. When, no, no, Windsor's across the I would river. like to spend yeah, some, yeah, like to spend some summertime play. in a Michigan. Isn't yeah. it? Nice I have. You have? All right. What do yeah. you got? What, like by, by a lake, by a body of water? What'd you do? No, no, no. I, I took classes at the University of Michigan one summer. Um, Whoa. What is gonna... this nugget, Bo? Do you know anything about this? No. Let's hear about it. Yeah, when? When, I was in high, when I was in high school, I took high classes school? at Michigan. Ooh, high school. High school class. Yeah, I did. Uh, what yeah. year? By far the most excited I've been at in this pod for like three um, weeks. After my sophomore year of high school. Uh, and hey, I took like, yeah, I took a program there. And what was the program? <laughs> I'm a journalism program. Oh, what journal? <laughs> sophomore <laughs> high school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Writing yeah, about the Fab Four. I stayed in, uh, no, I, I can vividly remember, I stayed in Stockwell Hall, which actually is, uh, during the year there, is a, is an all-girls dorm. It was not an all-girls dorm <laughs> during, during the- Too bad for you, am I right? But- That was my first mistress. <laughs> uh, I, I can- I loved, I loved my time in Ann Arbor. Well, I, I said my time in Ann Arbor. I was there for a few weeks. I loved those few so weeks what in was Ann it? Arbor. Three weeks? Four um, weeks? It was like a six-week program. Yeah, or so five-week six program. weeks on your own in Ann Arbor, Michigan as a sophomore yeah. in high school? Yeah. Wow, uh, look yeah. at you. Um, and uh, I, uh, but, so I'm, I'm actually planning on going to Ann Arbor this, this weekend, not for the afternoon on Saturday. I was hoping to, to spend, I was hoping to go to the Michigan-Michigan State game. Uh, I, that game is at noon. I land after the game, and the game's in East Lansing, so not able to make it. But really, you know, Ann Arbor's a great town. Limpy Burger. So was that the beginning of your love for college towns? Was that – that's the, that was the first college town I really spent time in, yeah. So. And so who were you hanging out with? A bunch of other high school students who were also interested in journalism? <laughs> no, he was hanging no, out I'm with serious. like he was he was hanging out with like crusty oh, oh, 48-year-old newspaper. Who was it? I I'm genuinely asking. Yeah, other people who were in the program. I mean, it was it, it just wasn't people just... from across the country. Well, here's yeah, the real here's the real question. Do did anyone else in that program end up in the journalism field? Do you have you have you stayed in touch with any of them or followed their careers? I'm embarrassed to say that that program I have not kept in touch mm. with anyone from. Okay. I, I did some other programs in college that I have kept in touch with people from, but not that one. Okay. Uh, so what did you do? You go to you. I you took classes. Taught, taught, yeah. Took classes by journalism professors. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And and then wow, this guy yeah. ahead of the game. Took a bus trip. Took a bus trip to uh, to Sandusky, Ohio, where the uh -huh. the um. What's that big amusement park with the big role? A Cedar Point, I think it Cedar was. Cedar Point, yeah. Yeah, Cedar Point. Went to a, a Tigers game that summer at Comerica Park. Ah. I remember that. Um, went to a Toledo wow. Mud Hens game, I believe, too, uh, that summer as well. So, yeah, that was that was around the corner from Ann Arbor. I have a but, Toledo Mud Hens t-shirt. 
Always love the name that. Toledo Mudhead. Great. Ah, oh, love it. Outstanding. And I'm, it I'm sorry. Month. I'm sorry we deviated on this. We went this down this way far. because, because we, were talking about, about this. we were yeah. talking about Michigan towns. And you okay. said you want to spend a summer in Michigan. That, not, that's a, not a whole yes. summer. I would like yes. to, you know, wouldn't that, I, I feel like a, a, a week. week's vacation in yeah. Michigan might be fun. Yeah. But, a little Midwest. Yeah, sure. I think the Midwest is underutilized <laughs> by East Coast people for some, as a summer vacation spot. Marissa, what do you think? You're now a Midwesterner. Are um, you? Does it count? I don't know. My geography is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I will say the lake is beautiful. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm by Lake mostly. Erie. So I don't know, like in Michigan, what, what lake, I probably sound so uneducated right now, <laughs> what, whatever uh, the lake is by Ann Arbor. Yeah. But I will have to say like Zeeburm, I actually, when I was in high school, I took classes at Fordham journalism classes in the Look summer. So I didn't go, I didn't go stay overnight. And this is shout out to my amazing mom. She drove me to the Bronx every single day. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, we did similar things. We went to like a Mets game and got to go in the press box and like all that kind of stuff. So Unbelievable. us journalism nerds in high school. <laughs> I'm slicing bagels at JC's Bagelry <laughs> and bringing home Cinnabons and thinking I'm crushing it. Man, these two are learning the craft already. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. It worked out well for you. You're a senior national writer. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zach, still, he's still, yeah. I should have, been, I should have done still the Still perfecting that, that nut graph. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm too focused on uh, players returning to, to their hometowns for games. Right? That was the, that was actually the 200 level course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Tattoos Zach's not going to let me forget was about for, that for one. Post -grad. I yeah. I, I have a whole list of every game this year of like players' hometowns. I got to, Delete that folder. That's for a me. wrestling mentality, not a newspaper yeah. mentality. That's good. Uh, um, all right. Uh, Lions. What Lions, Lions defense, um, I would say, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, Shields, sort of like uh, the opposite of the Eagles defense in that they are also bad and not talented, but they try different things. Um, you see a bunch of like, you know, two down linemen sometimes moving parts. Uh, Aaron Glenn, first time defensive coordinator. Well, I'd rather watch that than than what we've seen from the Eagles. Uh, I would agree with you. Yeah, this is like the Saints mentality under Dennis Allen, or at least has been in recent years, and that's where uh, Aaron Glenn previously was, which is like we're going to be able to throw all sorts of stuff at you, and we're going to make your week of preparation difficult, and we're going to make those you know five seconds before the ball is snapped uh, very difficult, and you might not know what coverage we're playing. Even when the ball's in your hands, we're going to confuse you. We're not just going to focus on one thing. We're going to adjust to the opponent, and so uh, that's the way – They've played, you know, if you just look up their coverage stamps, I mean, it's not, it, there really is not one uh, dominant coverage. They've been more zone heavy this year, uh, I think maybe than they typically would be because of the personnel, uh, but they play split safety. They play uh, single high. I think they're a little bit above league average in terms of uh, blitz frequency. And so they do a lot of different things. They'll zero the, you know, you will see some zero blitz, I would imagine, uh, this weekend. And so they haven't been very good. Uh, I'm not saying that, but um, they do try a, a lot of different things. And how is Penasini doing? You know, it's interesting. He, I, I do remember watching one of their games recently and it was announced. The, the announcer said Penasini. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know if you had been, um, if you had known that all this time or not, uh, or if you didn't know how to pronounce it or if the announcer is wrong. Who's to say? Yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, Penasini. They, of course, have Jonah Jackson, the pride of uh, Pencrest mm. High School, down the street here where we just watched a uh, Pencrest girls soccer game uh, a couple weekends nice. ago. I got to tell you, I'm hoping my my daughters like get into soccer. I find that to be uh, – I found it very entertaining. I would say having had uh, two younger sisters who both played lots of different sports – from an entertainment standpoint of uh, like what was most fun to watch, I would say that uh, girls soccer was, was towards the top soccer and hockey for me. Very physical. Yeah. My gosh. It's the like worst uh, field hockey. to the back. Yeah. You too. You've told me that before. Cause there's keep, so many, there's so many stoppages. The like okay. it's, it takes forever. I covered until, the field. Until they're like, until they're like in high school. I covered the field them. hockey national championship in 2009. Or 2009 or 10. Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, against, well, it was Maryland was oh, like Wake, this powerhouse. Wake had Maryland, won like two or three in a row at that point. I think. No, and Maryland lost. And it was, mm. it, it broke this big streak. But the, the game was at, it was in Winston-Salem. I remember because I was driving down the Clemson. Some a-hole who was there. I thought it was no, I, a story about young me. No, I was doing a Virginia Clemson Current, game. You know. And on the drive down, uh i stopped uh they wanted me to stop in winston-salem for that field hockey game because maryland was in it so all right you said yeah i didn't realize we're 42 minutes in yeah let's Mm -hmm. take a break and uh, move on okay well let's hear some ads and now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream direct tv satellite free you see this a family watching baseball on direct tv with no satellite dish in sight let's heckle them you call that changing the channel choke up on the remote buddy i hope getting all these games on direct tv makes up for your mother not preach you and your sunflower seeds direct tv has the most mlb games visit directtv.com claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher availability of rsns varies by zip code and package high-speed internet service required terms and restrictions apply when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Any romance, ZB, that summer? I think the listeners, the, the viewers want to know. <laughs> I mean, you're, you know, you're, what, 14, 15 years old? So you're you're doing just what 14, 15 year olds <laughs> Whoa! Okay. For me, that, I mean, for me, that was like hanging out at home by myself. Yeah. Nah, I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing substantial, nothing worth okay, like. Sparks were flying. Come on over to my room and work on this nut graph. <laughs> Let's invert Anyways. this pyramid. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> Let's move on. I can't believe that we were supposed to do a mail thing today. I guess we're not doing that, right? I mean, we're 45 minutes. Do you want to do you want to get I can, I, we yeah, can Why don't we just save it? We got to do right, Well, we have to do we have to do one more ad break anyway. So why don't we do a, we'll do a couple of them. All right. Before we get to super forecasting. By the way, what are the kids being for Halloween shield? Uh, two characters from the descendants. Oh, okay. People, uh, people like the Descendants. I've heard good things. A little uh, risque, I, a little I risque. feel like. Yeah, you know what? Steel, it only little... gets worse from here as your daughters get older on Halloween. Yeah. I'm like, my gosh, these. Uh... No, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I haven't seen them in their actual costumes. But when I when this uh, 
these movies are on, I'm like, this looks a little, uh, a little advanced <laughs> for young girls, but you know, what are you going to do? Zach, you got a few years and Bo's got. I'm here. Listen, I'm here doing, I'm here doing yeah. a podcast anyway. I'm not keeping tabs yeah. on what anyone's doing as we yeah, my kids are hump day shield. My kids are the Paw Patrol characters. So uh, much uh, nicer. I think we have we have a Chase and a Sky. Is it Sky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chase and Sky. That's right. We've I have a lot pirate. of nieces We've and got... nephews. That's why I know that, guys. <laughs> We're doing <laughs> pirates clear. over here in the Wolf household. Mm, very nice. Cute. And uh, happy yes. birthday to Jane. That's it's not right. only Halloween, but it's her first birthday. That's right. Big post. I'll be away by. covering a, a game between two teams with two wins combined. Uh, not actually, not a lot of Eagles questions of the questions we got, which not a surprise. Not a lot of juice for this game. Uh, who is one Eagles coach or player from your time covering the team that you would like to get into a boxing ring with, regardless of who you think would win? I'm, I don't want to box any of them, honestly. I mean, I'll, I'll get yeah. the crap kicked out of me. Not a, not a single person who wouldn't just beat beat the crap out of us. But I have no answer to the list. Let's just move on to super sarcastic. Okay. No, are there any more questions? You have an answer? I don't have an answer. I don't know. I mean, probably like Riley Cooper or Jason Babin or something. Oh, but... player. Okay, player. Yeah yeah. 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 That'd be Riley Cooper would probably be good. All right. Okay. Yeah, Cooper. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, Cooper. <laughs> I mean, the three of us in the ring against him, he would just totally wipe the floor with us. Uh, how about from uh, from Kill a Cow? What's your best wedding planning advice? And please have something better than nod and agree with your fiance when she suggests things. Uh, Marissa should answer this one. She's no, I'm, she hasn't I'm, been I'm through in, it. She's still in the yeah, middle of it. I'm in need of advice. I want to hear. I want to hear this. Uh, all right, she'll first, and then I'll go. If you have something, go ahead. I don't. I don't know that I have a great answer yet. I will say. Thinking about well, it. so they don't want me to say like just what's the thing that they don't want you to say? Don't do no. the old like oh uh, uh, just whatever she says, just not well, 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 no, here's look, the best it, advice, just say yes. No, I, I happy I don't wife, mean, happy life. Am I right? I don't mean to generalize, but uh but like most men don't have like a dream wedding, right? Or as much as the women do. So I would say like acquiesce, but no, overall, my advice would be uh, that focus more on being married than getting married, right? Like, like the the marriage is a day, or uh, the wedding is a day, the marriage is a lifetime. So, like, get the rest of your life with that wife, maybe. Yeah. So, so put thoughts. No. So, like, put thought into the kind of husband or wife you want to be, and not the kind of groom or well, uh, or bride you want to be. To be fair, I didn't ask for marriage advice. He asked for wedding planning advice. <laughs> Yeah, but that's but but like like that's my is so much is made about the day. I right? like it, Zebram. I like it. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you. I would say two things. One would be you know consider if you really want to have that wedding. You know, it's a lot of money. You could do a lot with that money in like your first two, three, four, five years married. Uh, it might be more long lasting than just a one day uh, celebration. You could find a way to celebrate without you know going above and beyond. That's, you know, it's just uh, one thing. No one here seems. Everybody's giving me mean looks. See, I shouldn't say that. Marissa's going to have a wonderful wedding. It's going to be a great <laughs> no, time. No, I know everything is so expensive. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Crazy. It's something you have no idea about until yep. you get in there and you're going, "Wait, what are yeah. you talking and once about? You Why tell would we them, ever do this?" Once you tell them yeah. it's a wedding, it's like everything's more. Like you could be buying this many flowers for something but like oh tell them it's a wedding and it's like 40 percent more 
but it's industrial complex everything. built around it. But assuming yeah. you are actually going to have the wedding, I would say uh, don't feel like you have to do what the norms are, what everyone else is doing, make it wedding like. You know, we had a Carvel ice cream cake for our cake, uh, nice. our wedding cake, because I love ice cream you cake. You love an ice cream My cake. Wife loves ice cream cake. Who doesn't love ice cream cake? You know, so people were sitting around picking at it. They were saying, yeah, give me another uh, piece of that. Shout out to the Mullica Hill uh, Carvel and the readers of the old Philly.com Moving the Chains blog who volunteered to help us out with that. So that's what I would say. You know, if you have a certain spin on something that you feel like, we're going to enjoy this. The people who are there are going to enjoy this. You know, so what? It's not what everyone else does. Uh, we still want to do it. I think that's good advice. I would say, like, when you are worried about, uh, like, who to invite or who not to invite, like, anyone worthwhile whose opinion matters is going to understand if you, if they're not invited. Absolutely. Basically. Absolutely. So don't, don't, like, worry about offending people on that front. Yes. Um Marissa, don't take that. And and here's the other, like, don't, uh, <laughs> it's a night you want to remember. Don't, uh, don't overindulge. Yes. For like host of a uh, worst <laughs> podcast. Um, and then of course, if you are going to be seated at any point during the ceremony, make sure it's a well cushioned seat. So in case you sit on your little Dupree's, you're not, uh, you know, knocking out the filming for a couple of days. That's just we, for Killer Cow. Oh, for Killer. Okay, I was, yeah, yeah. I was first. I was very confused. I thought you had a wedding thing that we hadn't heard about before that you sat on, as you would say, your little Dupree's. But uh, okay, it's for Killer Cow. All right, yeah. now I get it. Yeah. Um, what is the most boring event you've ever covered? I don't think Zach is even going to have an answer here. Most boring event from France in L.A. I don't think I have a great answer for this. I mean, I'm sure it was something in college. I, I mean, I think it would, I would, I would say it would have happened. It would have to be an, an Eagles game from last season because, well, no, because that would be more exciting than preseason, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, the yeah, preseason is like, you're not, worth you're not preseason like, game. Well, those yeah, like Eagles like, Jets preseason. You treat game. it like a preseason game, you know? I say last year because, <laughs> because covering it like remotely, as opposed yeah. to like being in the press mm. box makes it more boring and more difficult to like come up with an angle. So that's that's why I would that's what that pops to mind. Okay, all right. Let's take uh, our last break and then we'll come back with super sarcastic and uh, Crystal Ball Eagle. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Super sorecasting. Another win for Shield last week. He is up to a becoming two, so boring. I mean, two really. and a half turkey lead on me, three and a half on Zach. Zach has 38 turkeys to bid with this week. Shield has 28. I have 26. Let's get this bad boy cranking. Okay. We will start with Avante Maddox gets an interception, force fumble, or what is a uh, recovery? recovery? Fumble recovery. One. Two. Three. Jared Goff will turn the ball over now. 
Do I hear? How many things do I have? Turkeys? 28. No, I'm out. Oh, <laughs> someone said Zach's going, James said Zach's going all in on this. <laughs> well, so I, I, I have, I have items ready. I'm going to write a Maddox story for the game. Right. So, Bo, if this happens, you say, Zach, I was thinking for the day after I was going to do Avante <laughs> Maddox. I just feel like it's a big, <laughs> uh, I'm going to let Zach have Sold it. to Zach for four. Zach deserves it. Zach deserves it. All right. It. I had, I, you know, I, I had the uh, Darius Slay thing ready, but there's a Darius Slay story up, by the way, now on the athletic, you can, you can check you that go. out. If, it's if at you the want. bottom of the page right now. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, so I asked the athletic.com slash birds with friends. will get you a nice deal. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, that's something I asked the question back in August, you know, thinking about doing a Slay story this week. So I who saw, do got, who do you got for Denver? Who do I have for Denver? They yeah, don't have home. anyone coming. They don't have any homecomings for Denver because that's one I, I would have, you know, there you could have attached a story to it, right? There's nothing there. I have Seth Wickersham's uh, Patriots book, but I, I haven't yeah. uh, dug into it quite yet. But I saw a passage circulating uh, on the internet today about Matt Patricia, or, or actually a listener sent this to us. Uh, he, he, he or she was listening on audiobook and sent it to us, and it was about how how much Matt Patricia emulated Bill Belichick yeah. to the point that the pencil he wore in his ear, no one ever actually saw him use that pencil. Bill Belichick uses the pencil to write things down. Yep. Patricia just uses it uh, for and the And he has look. a laminated sheet. a laminated sheet, so he <laughs> exactly. couldn't even use the pencil. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, we were right just about that guy, Urban Meyer. Who else? Unbelievably right. pathetic. I, I would suggest our our readers, uh, A, purchase that, that book because uh, Seth did an outstanding yeah. job. But that passage in particular, that passage comes during the Super Bowl, the Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl chapter, mm. right? Because it comes at the point when it explains – why Malcolm Butler didn't play in that game. Right. And then it gets, about, I think. And, and then it gets into Patricia. So yeah. uh, it's that actually that passage is very relevant to Eagles fans. So I'll make sure to check that out. And if you read that passage and you find yourself thinking, you know what, this was a good chapter, but I'd like to read a whole book about that Super Bowl and that Super Maybe Bowl. Maybe from season. another where, perspective. Yeah. yeah. Where might you, where might you find that opportunity? Underdogs, the Philadelphia Eagles emotional road to Super Bowl victory makes a, I, I, all right, this is a little bit of a flex, but uh, the past three road games, we've 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 had people each game reach out about arranging oh. a book signing. Uh, and I will say, if you're going, I, I don't know if anyone made Detroit their destination this year, but maybe people <laughs> maybe made people Denver. living there. Yeah, true. Yeah. Or maybe people made uh, Denver. Anyone who's interested, uh, 45 minutes, 35 minutes before the game, I will meet at an agreed upon spot at the stadium. And happy to sign. No, wait a second. Have you have you uh, consummated all three of those signings? No, well, I, I I did two of them in Charlotte. What? Okay, Dallas. We had a hard time uh, meeting, but and and then Vegas. I uh, there was an issue with someone was late getting in. I shouldn't say late mm-hmm. getting into the stadium. There was a hold up because of the vaccination card, you know, verification, and uh, it was getting too close to kickoff. I had to get back up. Or um, Zach was at the blackjack table. <laughs> oh, no, this is before <laughs> the game. This is before the game. Uh, all right. So, Zach, you get that for four. Okay. All right. A running back is the game's leading receiver. One. I'm sorry, is Miles is Sanders playing or no? No. No, no. it doesn't look okay. that way. 
Hasn't two. been ruled two. out yet, but don't expect it. Three. Four. Five. Whoa. Do I hear six? You got a lot to play with, Zach. Six. Always heck him on. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm betting on DeAndre here, right? Kelly guy. Going once. Going twice. No, I'm out. Sold to ZB. By the way, the Eagles' leading receiver in the Super Bowl that we just talked about was a running back, Corey Clement, 100 yards. Corey Clement. All right, well. Speaking of DeAndre Swift, last year has a reception that gains for twenty or more yards. Oh, sorry, shouldn't be two, three, uh, four, five, five, six, seven. Do I stack my lineup with this and the hundred? You mm. know, because eight. Remember. A 20-yard completion against the Eagles yeah, is like a check true. down. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> Nine. Ten. Wow. Wow, wow, we wow. Going once. Going twice. Sold to Shield. Mm. All right. But it has to be reception, of course. Yeah, not just around. Vitae gives up a sack. Can use PFF True Media charting. Note: half a sack counts. Anything other than zero sacks, you sickos. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, three, five. Ooh, Ooh, a I gotta do my. Uh, I gotta do an all-pro team. I was assigned for next week. I think uh, Javon Hargrave might be a starting oh, defensive say, tackle on that bad boy. They're gonna say Vitae. No. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right to me. Uh, what are we at five? Zebram mm-hmm. mm-hmm. five. Six. Mm-hmm. Seven. Zach coming out swinging. This guy is changing his whole mentality. Going he's once. Reminded him of his, his high school exploits in Michigan. All of a sudden, he's a changed man. He's <laughs> one Avante Maddox tattoo, I was going to say. And all of a sudden, it's, uh, uh, sorry, what'd you say? Seven? Seven, yep. No. no. All right. I always liked Halapulavati. Yeah. yeah. This is a chance for you to tell your favorite uh, Halapulavati Batai story. You want to save it for the post game pod? No, <laughs> yeah, I, I... that's a good one. Uh, how am I allowed to call him Hal? That one? Oh no, no. his family. No. Oh yeah, well, his brother's oh, names. <laughs> his brother's names are, are are what like like Kevin and and John Bob or something. Or something like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's the, he's named after his uncle. Right. Yeah. But no, in Madden, I, I I told this in Madden, he's listed as. Where he was, his rookie year was listed as Hal Vitae. Oh. And, and I asked him, uh, does anyone call you Hal? And he said, no one calls me Hal, but you call can call me Hal. Me call me Hal. Hal. So you said, so he said, you can call me Hal. But Too no, easy. Even I was I always, that one. <laughs> I always called him, I always called him Halapulavati. So. Yes. Well, I remember that. We, we, that was on the, the yeah. very beginning of Birds with Friends. We mentioned that, yeah. that we respected that out of you. And yeah. we, we tried to 
embrace it as well. My favorite Vitae thing was from the Super Bowl media day. I've told this story before uh, when uh, there was one of the reporters from, I think, E or something like that was asking if the players like <laughs> wives would like to be on Desperate Housewives or, or uh, whatever it is, Real Housewives or something. And he very earnestly said, oh, no, my wife has a lot of respect for herself. So. <laughs> That's pretty All funny. Right. All right. Jared Goff has a completion percentage above 85%. Oof, 85, one. The chat argued this one back and forth. It was 80, then someone said 90, then then they agreed upon 85, so. 85, I'm not going to let you have it for one, two. Do I three. hear three? Okay, I'll sit out then. Zach? Sitting out this one. All right, sold to bow for three. Great, that's going to be fun to root for. <laughs> okay, this might be fun to root for, especially Halloween and a spooky, tricky day. The Eagles or the Lions successfully complete a trick play, a fake punt, onside kick, or a fake field goal. And the keyword in there is successfully complete. Mm -hmm. not so what is a trick play? Yeah, let's define a fake punt. Uh, well, they're there. Fake the punt, special team ones kick. are yeah. Fake field so. goal. Is there anything else like a, like a Philly special or something? A non count, a non quarterback right? throwing the ball. Yeah, does I would does count? count. I think so. That's a trick I, play. I kind of like fake punt on there because it's something that Bo would do, like a fake oh. punt as opposed to a real mm. punt. Yeah. Yes, no, no, no. It, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the T um, the T went yeah. missing. <laughs> it is a fake punt, not a fake pun. Yeah. All right. So um, if, it's, if it's an offensive thing, we need to decide that right now, like a flea flicker, somebody other than a quarterback uh, throwing a pass. I would say someone other than what a about a what about uh, some type of okay. hook and ladder type deal? Sure. In, in a non end of game situation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like not just to end the half or end the game. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Three. successfully now so if mm -hmm. they if they do like a flea flicker and then complete a pass for one yard is that successful mm. well, i think we may have to go by uh success rate <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to bring in an expense expected points added based <laughs> metric to this stupid stupid <laughs> game <laughs> All right. So, I, would I said say, three. I all say, right, that's fine. No, that's fine. If if, if if it's an offensive play, we go by success rate. Uh, if it's special teams, I mean, it's obvious. If you do a right. if you do a fake punt, but you don't pick up the first down, it doesn't count. Right. Okay. Okay. Three for Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say four. The true media guys like email. We noticed you guys are running this weird sort of <laughs> database search here. Is there anything we can help you with? Uh, no, I want no part of this. All right. Hi. Hold. Oh. Zach oh. spreading his seed oh. this, this week. Zach, the chat wants to know if you. <laughs> What's the matter with you? The chat so wants sorry. to know if. If you learned anything in Vegas, I'm just going to ignore. Uh... <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I, I did not. Um, but I've been tinkering. Well, yeah, I, I learned a lot in Vegas. Not that, it now. No. I learned a lot, but not specifically about this game. I, I, I've been mm -hmm. trying to think of different ways to do it and whether, you know, I, 
I've tried to study Bo, or I'm sorry, Shields' strategy here. Sometimes wow, Zach spending his whole Monday like <laughs> watching the tape of how Shields been doing this. Sometimes, I don't even know what he's talking about. Oh, about super sarcasm? Yeah. yeah. Super well, first, I yeah. thought they were asking about blackjack. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Like people, he's getting so involved uh, okay. in swoopers, right. so everyone gotcha. was like, "What did Zach no, so do?" So actually, so so somebody, uh, I'm sorry, I don't have it offhand. I will look it up. Someone sent me a Twitter, uh, a Twitter DM, who suggested that I don't start at one, that I I start mm. at a at a at a higher up mm. number, and I actually like that strategy. So I've been trying to incorporate that a bit. Number one, uh, number two, <laughs> I've been. Uh, so thinking about like diversifying, but not uh, the, the week that I really caught myself in trouble. I was like, all right, I, I want to get a few good bets, but those bets don't always hit. So I, I think it makes sense to, well, I don't want to give away a strategy. Zach, we've but, been telling you this for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to not go deep, like, like be a mile wide and an inch deep, so to speak. So. I just love that the sickos are DMing you guys about strategies for this game. I think that just is pretty awesome. Great group of listeners for sure. Appreciate All right. We're at five so, right now. Yes. Zach is at five. Bo, Shield said he's out. Yeah, you can have it. All right. How many more left do we have? We have six. Oh. Yep. All right. Zach's got 16 left. You've got 18 left. Sheila, I've got 23 left. Okay. Gardner Minshew is on the field for at least one offensive snap. We got a one of you guys submitted this one, but there was also a lot of comments in the chat about this one. Everyone wants to see Gardner Minshew out there. Oh. Two. So, so this is only injury related because I, I don't think Jalen gets benched this week. What about blowout related? Oh, that could be interesting too. Would three. you bet? Uh Three. Uh, I'll go four. Hmm. Going once. Going twice. Five. Oh, oh. this guy. The, the instincts, the guts, the cojones. <laughs> all right. He's Anyone? pulling out all the stops trying to get uh, that first win. I'm I'm out. I can't. Well, first like, full yeah, win. First yeah. full win. First yeah. full win. I do have a third of a win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, you got Cold. it. All right. <laughs> I like this one a lot. This is a silly one, but I like it. A player's equipment, cleat, helmet, towel, or glove accidentally falls off during a play. This is gonna be hard to scan. Like, there's a lot going but on. But helmets fall come off all the time. Yeah. Right and and Two. shoes have been coming off. Cleats have been time, coming off a sometimes. lot. I feel like. All right, four. so if a player loses a helmet while he's playing. It counts. Mm-hmm. Four right. or a cleat. But it has to happen now. It says during a play, so like the the yeah. equipment needs to fall off as a result of the play. It can't just it has be to, like, and it has to be accidental. It can't be a player taking off their helmet. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right. Or fixing their shoe. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, five. This is a good one, by the way. Whoever came up. I can't with. believe you think this is a good one. What are you talking about? It gives you something to look for for this well, Garbanzo Beans game. That's exactly what I thought. Someone from the chat submitted this one, and I thought this would be a very fun watching. Yeah. You know, this game might yeah. not be the most entertaining thing, but kind of like when the flag uh, hit, uh, who was it during the Bucks Rager, game? Yeah. Yeah. Like the chat, everyone was going nuts on Twitter. Right. So 
trying to give the the listener something to watch. So you have it at five right now, Shield. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. You can have it. Sold All to right. Shield. Okay. The Eagles score a season high over thirty-two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Boy, Jack Stoll really got you guys believing in this team, huh? So right, you're seven. Seven. Going once. Going twice. Sold to Zebra for seven. Wow, Zach's got a lot this week. Sure does. And he'll have a lot of turkeys left over. Great. You have four oh, turkeys left over. Flexing on us now, too. Unbelievable. Well, we still have three left, too. Okay. Wait, I have only four turkeys left over? Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? My number, I, all right, my numbers here are wrong. You went okay. from 38 to 34 to 28 to 21 to 16 to 11 to 4. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. St. Joe's prep is mentioned on the broadcast. Bo does not like this one. <laughs> that was such his voice. I mean, yeah, because I'm not going to listen to the can't broadcast. Get a shout out? It's a terrible broadcast. Jeez, like, who's the who's broadcasting? It's it? the same Vilma. one as last week. Vilma and whatever. Uh, Kenny one. Albert. Yeah. <laughs> Bo, somebody will point this out. This is not like making your life a hardship. <laughs> I know, but I've been saving turkeys. I wanted something interesting. Uh, I want like oh, Saint Joseph. We still, we still have two more after this. Freaking one. Seaburn submitted this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought this was a clever one. I apologize. <laughs> Bo's face of that was like the audacity of this. We've had <laughs> equipment falling off. We've had the most nonsensical ones. Here's, yeah. the high, here's a local high school for the starting running back of the other team. And Bo's like the audacity to put this one in super forecasting. <laughs> like this, this is like Bo's 87 for the Eagles. Like this is the, this is a bridge too far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we at? I said one. Oh, <laughs> you bit on it. You hated it so much. <laughs> Uh, two. Do so I hear three? Three. I'm not taking this. You go ahead. It's yours. Terrible. Yeah, great. Zach, you're not in on it. No, I'm not. I. All right. I've been a little too aggressive, actually. So. Okay. <laughs> and Eagle will score his first touchdown of the season. Oh. Four. Jeez. Is this one. the last one? No, there's no. One after there's this. one more after. Oh. Uh, five, six. Who are the candidates? I have no idea. I will. I will tell you some uh, candidates. Jack here. Stoll. <laughs> That's true. Uh, some of the candidates in- include um, Jail. Uh, no, not Jail. Boston Jail- Scott. No, Boston Scott hasn't he scored last week? No. Uh, Greg bad. Ward is a candidate. Jordan yeah. Howard is a sneaky candidate. Mm. If if, if is he gets Jordan Howard's on the team. He's, He's on practice squad. Oh. You could get called up. Um, you could have. Does Quez have a touchdown? <laughs> uh, no, he does not actually. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Most All right. What play. are we at? And then, of course, defensive player. I think I, I think... have it at six. I said four. You said five. I said six. Uh, seven. I'll go eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Wow. 
Oh, by the way, Greg Ward is two touchdowns. So I'm sorry. Greg Ward does not count. <laughs> Jack Stoll counts. Jordan Howard counts. Quez Watkins counts. Um, if they promote Richard Rodgers. Oh, think man. My anymore. roster sucks this week. I'm at 11. But yeah. if if Zach wins, that's fine. Because as long as you don't win. <laughs> Bo, you want him in this? Uh... Just do the going once, going twice. No, going once, be... going uh-huh. twice, sold to shell for 11. All right, last one. The be Eagles good, scored good. zero points oh. in the second quarter. Two. Four. It's mine. I got it. All right. Interesting week of swooper. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably a stretch. Uh, okay. I don't know. I've Zach got... has a lot. I've got 16 left over. I have uh, Goff has at 85% completion percentage or better. Maybe he'll complete his first pass and then get injured. That'd be good. Uh, St. Joe's prep is mentioned and uh, zero points in the second quarter for the birds. Shield has two turkeys left over. He has three things. DeAndre Swift has a 20 plus yard reception. There's an equipment fail and an Eagle scores his first touchdown of the season. And Zach being as aggressive as we've ever seen him before. In super sore casting. He went to the tape. He said, you know what? I'm playing like Jonathan Gannon's defense. I need to come out. I need to change things up. I need to confuse the opposition. And he did that by being very aggressive. He has Avante Maddox has an interception, fumble recovery, or forced fumble. He has a running back, leads the game in receiving yards. He has Halapula Vati surrenders a, sa- uh, a sack. He has a trick play. He has Gardner Minshew takes a snap, and the Eagles score a season high in points, which would be 32 points or more. It's a good roster, Zach. The Vegas has you as a very heavy favorite to uh, to come away with a win this week. Nicely done. Just to point out, the chat also did mention that Minshew could score a touchdown. He could. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that'd be good. In which case, I would get a point. Yes, that's true. Yes. As yeah. so oh, no, not, not necessarily, actually. What if he scores? Oh, because it might not be on special teams. Yeah, that's true. All right. (laughs) Okay. Crystal Ball Eagle. I'll go first. Then I got to go potty. Uh, We like to potty. I was thinking about this game. I've just been uh, very annoyed and and fed up by this team. I thought before last week they would win one of two against the Raiders or the Lions. But I really don't see a lot of differences between the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles right now, despite the 0-7 record versus the 2-5 record. If anything, I see a a Lions team that's a little hungrier, that does stuff in-game, that's more aggressive to try to win some of these games. I see a bad matchup for the Eagles' defense in that Jared Goff just wants to check it down anyway, and that's what you're going to let him do, I think, most likely. And so uh, I've settled on this being rock bottom for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Lions get their first win of the season. I've got Lions 26, Eagles 23. Nice. Um I don't I'm know what uh, with... I don't I don't know what the our our records are. Yeah, we got to get that. We can yeah, okay. I'm not impressed with this Eagles team. I I've, I've said that. I'm not <laughs> impressed with this. walking off. Yeah, I'm not impressed with this Lions team <laughs> either. Uh, <laughs> but can we hear you? Is Maybe I should mute him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going to the bathroom. No, let's 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 pipe it in. Let's. <laughs> um, 
look, this is this is the last stand for the Eagles, right? If it doesn't, if they lose this game, the 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 lowest I've seen the Eagles. Well, I, I guess last year they had lows, so I I, I shouldn't say that. But when they Thanksgiving, talk like this, Thanksgiving 2015 in Detroit was a low. That was to me that was like the end of the chip era. So uh, will this be a low? I I don't think so. I I I really think this defense is better than they looked against the Raiders. I think that be worse. the Lions the Lions just don't have the the talent on offense to really threaten them. I'm not impressed with this offense. I've said the Eagles offense is a bigger concern to me than their defense. I don't think they're going to get a season high in points, even though I, I mentioned that, uh, or even though I, I gambled on that, the, uh, the over under in this game is 48. I actually would go under here, but I am going with the Eagles winning this game. 27. 13. I Whoa. Think the, I think the defense plays a better. Stomping. I think the Eagles win. 27 13. 13 points allowed by the defense. What a, Actually, what a call. You know what? I'm going to go 20 to 13. I'm, I'm, I'm going down a little lower here. Wow. 20 to 13. It's take away a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's a real chance that the Lions win this game, obviously. Um, I don't think they're any really worse than the Eagles are necessarily. Um, but I just, I can't pull the trigger. Uh, this will be the last time I pick the Eagles this season. If they lose this game, I'm done. That'll be, that'll just be it. Uh, I agree. Same with me until the Jets, but nope. I'll take Flacco. Uh, Coyote Flacco. I, I just like, you said the defense can't be as bad as they were last week. I don't know if I don't know if that's true, but they have to be different than they were last week, and I think I think they will be for the reasons we said. Like I just, given the way the, the Lions play, they have to have a different defensive game plan. I think they'll be able to get a few stops at least, and I think I think the offense should be should be better too. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles very tentatively. Gosh, twenty four twenty two. So not uh, covering the spread, three and a half. Yeah, why not? Okay. Feels like a silly thing to do, but that's what I'm going to do. All right. Well, what a ride it's been. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We will be with you with a post-game pod on Sunday night. From the D for Marissa and Sheil and Zach. I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody, for joining us live in the chat. Make sure you subscribe to The Athletic, theathletic.com slash birdswithfriends. Make sure you follow Shield on TikTok. And I am going to start a TikTok, I decided, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What about an OnlyFans? No. Let's go. See ya. Keep it as an option. Okay. Well, for everybody, as always, we love you.